Welcome to the Ambitious Introvert Podcast, created especially for introverts, empaths, and highly sensitive entrepreneurs to help you build, grow, and scale a successful, sustainable business. I'm your host, Emma Louise Parks, business and mindset coach for ambitious introverts. After 17 years working as an air traffic controller, the ultimate fast-paced, high-stimulus, extrovert-friendly role, my mission now is to show introverts that they too can create big results and success because of who they are, not in spite of it. I focus on introvert-friendly business and marketing strategy to help you switch overwhelm for clarity, confidence, and clients. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Ambitious Introvert Podcast. If you have seen the title, and I'm guessing you have, you're probably thinking, what? I am not renowned for turning up on video. It has to be said, it's not a huge part of my marketing strategy at the moment, is that caveat there. And it's something that definitely I know a lot of you guys and a lot of my clients feel kind of a resistance to for various reasons. So you may think it's strange that I've chosen to talk about YouTube today, but I think it's important to bring different things to the table and know that video isn't just Facebook Lives, it isn't just Reels, it isn't just TikTok, and that there's a whole other world out there that you can make work for your energy as an introvert. And I am thrilled to be joined by the best person that I have found on Instagram talking all things YouTube. And I'm going to allow him to introduce himself. Thank you for joining me. Thank you so much for having me here. Hello, everyone. My name is Jamar Diggs. I am a YouTube strategist and manager, and I help online coaches and consultants and service providers really use YouTube to funnel more traffic to their to their offers. And not in like a way where you have to be like a crazy popular influencer or a makeup guru either. <laughs> <laughs> you mean I don't get to do like makeup tutorials if I'm on there? <laughs> no, you don't have to do all of that. <laughs> so you start off with a good point because I think so many of us think of YouTube. Like for me, YouTube is people unboxing you know, their, their latest skincare, or I'll go on there to find yoga. You know, the, so these types of things, like I don't necessarily think of it as a place to look for business content. However, I would have said the same about Pinterest a few years ago, and that also has exploded for business content. Is it the same kind of thing? Yes, it's definitely the same concept. Like just like Pinterest, Pinterest is the third largest search engine. And so that's that's so that's like one thing, right? YouTube is also a search engine. It's not so much social media, right? As how we think about Instagram or LinkedIn or things like that. YouTube is the second largest search engine and is owned by the first largest search engine, which is Google. And so when you kind of think of that and how a search engine is supposed to work, right? It's supposed to connect you with the right type of information when you search for it, right? And so when we're doing that, that's how business owners should definitely be be taking advantage of it. Of course, there's that side of YouTube where you can, you know, do unboxings and stuff like that. And I like to kind of separate that from being the influencer route, the the, the influencer or lifestyle YouTuber versus the business owner, CEO that is using YouTube in a way to get more clients and, and customers, right? So there's two ways that you can use YouTube and there are pros and cons of each, but uh, most of the time, 
I always recommend for my business owners out there to use YouTube in the search engine expertise route, not really doing the whole lifestyle thing. I think the main thing for a lot of introverts who have online business with social media is that feeling that it's really noisy and they're like putting out this content and either nothing's happening or it's getting lost in like a sea of content. And, you know, and I have done it before and I've, you know, launched products and different things. And then someone said to me afterwards, like, oh, I never saw that. I would have bought it, but, you know, it didn't come up in my feed kind of thing. The difference being with YouTube from what you're saying is people are literally specifically searching for what whatever it is you're talking about, right? Yes. So you bring up like a really good point because that happens like when people say, oh, like, you know, we do launches, we do, we put so much energy into our business, right? And we put out so much content that we want people to see. And it can be really discouraging whenever no one sees them. And so this is actually why I'm so happy that I chose YouTube in this way to teach it to business owners. Because uh, when they first start out, they start doing maybe like office tours, or they try to do like a day in the life of a six-figure coach or I don't know, something like that, right? Or something that's more a little bit lifestyle-y, right? And then they post it, they don't get that much views on it. And they're like, oh, what's going on with YouTube? I tried it, it's over. When really they, they blended into that lifestyle route, right? And that has a whole different strategy attached to it. And so when it comes to YouTube for us, we really want to start with search. And so people are searching for actual keywords and phrases to help them get the answers or the solutions that they're looking for. And so when we come from that way, right, when we make content strategically based upon what our idle clients are searching for and having our content be, be in the search results for that, we can then connect with them and get them off of YouTube and into our sales funnels that way. And so that's how YouTube will be working for that person. So they don't have to get all discouraged whenever they put out that content and things like that. Like there is a method to this madness. Oh, I love that. I love a method to the madness. And back last year, actually, I had a guy called Frank James on the show and he's got a big YouTube channel called Your Boy FJ and he does like introvert skits and stuff. He's got like a million subscribers. But, you know, he's, it's his full-time gig now. And we were chatting like before we recorded and he said, you know, it was pretty slow for the first year to 18 months and then it got some traction and then it just went crazy and I know that I have heard this from other people and they're like it's a long game the same as Pinterest you know I always say to clients with Pinterest people are saying you know oh for six eight months like it felt really slow but bit by bit it's really started to build for us mm -hmm. yes and so it can take so it's so fun because it's you you never know what you're getting whenever it comes to with the YouTube strategy that I help my clients with. And we can get into like that strategy in a minute, but sometimes it can take six months. Sometimes it may take two months. It really just depends on really what the niche is, how competitive the keywords and phrases that we're trying to, to like rank for, right? And cause like, for example, I have a client right now, she owns a content agency. And one thing that we did was we created a video off of this lead magnet that she has for, uh, what is it? Social media content calendars, right? And that keyword is crazy popular. And so it was very easy for us to position her 
in that space and get people to download that content calendar to where now she's able to nurture them inside her email list, right? And so like, I think in the first two months, we were able to get her about over a hundred email subs like email subscribers from that, like from that video strategy. Right. And so for her, it happened in two months. For That's others, crazy. it can happen in six months. It just really just depends on how how you know competitive is that industry. And knowing that those people have probably searched that keyword and searched for that video. So it's not like they were just I don't know, ambling around a Facebook group and thought, oh, maybe I'll just download this. It's very likely that they're, they're pretty keen. They're going to be pretty warm leads. Yeah, definitely. Especially if you're being very intentional around that lead magnet that you have. So so this, this I'm, I'm not going to go off track for this, but, it, but I'm such a big advocate for making sure that we're just, just not making any kind of lead magnet just because we have this really fun idea. The main goal is like making a lead magnet that ties to what your content pillars are and it makes sense for your idle clients so that no matter what you're talking about, it's a no-brainer for them to download it. It's like that that next step. And so then it makes it a no-brainer to stay on your own list. It makes it a no-brainer to, to, to read the the gosh to read the emails that you're sending to to watch the retargeting ads that that you have or whatever that may be if it was just like some basic thing you may get the subscriber but like they're just kind of just using you yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're like i feel cheap <laughs> yeah <laughs> like it just thrown something out and then not followed it up i remember did a, a program oh years ago and it said something like Oh, your lead magnet, you, it can be really easy. You can get it out in an hour. It just needs to be a one-page PDF. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. It has to, it, like, like that. that's the thing to where it has to be something, like it can, sure, if it's a one-page PDF, but it has to be highly, you know, relevant. So that it's just not just, you know, some worthless piece of of digital space that is holding up in their inbox, right? It needs to be something that they can see as valuable, something that they can definitely take value from and take action from, right? And then because that, because with that action grows your authority and grows like you, how they see you as an, an, an authority in that space. And so giving them that quick win is going to allow you to sell them something in the future. Perfect. That was a great tangent because that is valuable information that everyone should bear in mind. Anyway, so when you look at your strategy, let's look at this through the eyes of a business like myself. Like I do not have YouTube right now as of this moment, but I have an email list and I have a business with numerous products and I have digital products and services and I have you know, a Facebook group and a podcast, obviously. Like, do you look at that and think, oh yeah, that's like a great it's great to bring YouTube into this kind of business. Yeah, I think it, I, so I think one thing that it, my brain kind of pops off with like, what is the end goal in mind, right? Like ultimately, like what is the product or service that you would want this person to be exposed to in the future, right? So it's kind of like working backwards. That's, that's, mm -hmm. like, that's really how I work with like my clients where it's like, cool, because we can make any any old video, but it's like, what is the what is the goal behind the video, right? What is going to be the ends to the means? And and so basically, uh, what I like like to do is take 
whatever that offer is, what's inside the offer, what is going to be some of those things that you need your ideal clients to have? Like, what are some of those requirements that they need need to have? What are some of those those things that 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 they need to know before entering into that that service, that program, that whatever that is, and then work backwards from that from that. And so, what I do is like make videos around that, right? And so, sorry, make a leap magnet around that. So, really, the leap magnet is not like it is around your core, like like your content pillars, but it really is a lead magnet for the program. It kind of is like a little, like a little window into what really goes down in like, in like the modules of your program, but without saying it that way. So does that make sense? Like that's, that's kind of how I would kind of work backwards. And then from that, it kind of goes into my four part framework of types of videos to do, right? So the first video is the anchor video. So what is going to be that highly searched for term and or phrase that people are always searching for, like for the client that I had before, it, it was like social media content calendar. Like they have problems like planning out content, right? So they're like, just like rapidly typing in social media content calendar. <laughs> I need something to help me. I mean, something, right? And, and so that's kind of like that quick win and fix that, that they can be helped with, right? And so we make content, right? That's the anchor video. Then you start making another video that's around shifting perspectives, right? So what is going to be something that they think is important, but probably really isn't, right? How do we shift their perspectives to something that is like, that is challenging them a little bit more, challenging their, their thinking a little bit more. Most people call these things like mistakes that people are making. What should they like, you know, like the five mistakes that you're making when it comes to X, Y, and Z, right? Or why this should be your first step, something like that. Because if someone you know, it, it, it just kind of gets them thinking like, huh, I, I never thought about something that way. And when we trigger that type of thinking in someone, uh, that then they start positioning you as being a expert in that thing, right? If you can challenge someone's thinking and they actually agree with you or they're open to listening to you, then that means that you have a little, there's a door opening there to where they're, they're willing to listen to you for a little bit longer, a little bit more, right? They they start building that kind of trust with you. If they're they, like thinking about listening to you about your perspective shifting video. Then the next thing is gonna be combating objections. And these are not objections like in a sales call to where it's like, oh my God, it's too expensive. Like I'm not saying to make videos about around <laughs> how much you spent this year and how, and, and how transformative it, it has been, not that really, more so, what are those things that your idle clients are thinking about as band-aids, really? Like one thing that I did, right, was I did, because for me, most people come to me and they've already had in their head, it's either a YouTube channel or a podcast. And so what I did was I made content around that, right? So I did a video around the pros and cons of having a video, of, of having a YouTube channel versus a podcast. I talked about how to repurpose your podcast up onto a YouTube video. All of these things that go through my idle clients' minds that could stop them for like not choosing a YouTube channel as like their marketing, like their 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 marketing strategy. I make content on that. That is my objection handling, combating videos, right? And then the next thing 
is going to be your core values or your your kind of like personal posts. Now, now these are not like lifestyle posts. <laughs> no, I'm not unboxing not all my tutorials. We're not unboxing anything. We're not having any get ready with me's. We're not doing that. <laughs> they're really, <laughs> they're really, they're really lessons that you have learned along the way that allow you to be really transparent because what makes us experts in this industry is that we've probably made all the mistakes, right? And so we've already been, we've done these things that your idle clients are probably going to like, and like are going to probably encounter. And so these core value posts are really things that you are willing to share with your audience to give them some action steps or like some like lessons learned that um, that could help them along the way. Now, these things are not, this is the only video in, in the strategy that isn't probably going to like rank or like get like tons of views. It's really used just to just nurture the current audience that you are, are, are building right now. What I love about this is I think video can be for introverts, video can be overwhelming for a couple of reasons. Some people have the whole like, oh, my face on video, I, I don't want to be visible. Like, And I definitely had that with photographs and stuff online at the start of, of my journey. Like, I don't even think about it now, but you know, that was a big thing early on. But the, the other thing with the video is feeling like, oh, I need to think of something to say. Like I need to think of ideas and seeing people, you know, jumping on like trendy videos, like, you know, reels and things like which have their place, of course. But when your energy is limited and, you know, your time is limited while you're building, building a business, that's the last thing you want to be doing. It's like, oh, I'm going to spend hours creating all this video or, you know, I don't know what to say. As soon as people think like, I don't know what to say, they're just in overwhelm and, and they're not doing it right. So I think the beauty of what you've said is there's a, there's a strategy. It's, there's no decided, there's no decision fatigue. It's just like, you know, you need one of these, you need one of these, you need one of these. And then, you know, you keep repeating. Yes. Rinse and repeat. I am a very like, like, like systematic person or like thinker because I've made all these mistakes in the past, right? I've done the vlogging. I've created random YouTube videos that are just like about like six degrees outside of what my expertise actually is, right? It's, it's, it's just like, but like, just like hoping and, and, and like praying that it will reach someone and bring them into me. And then they're like, wait, you do what now? Why did I see this video about, I don't know, insert random thing, right? So uh, what I like about this strategy is that it keeps us in our zone of genius and it keeps mm -hmm. us, these are the videos that we can make very quickly too, because, because we already know the information. We already know it. It should just be rolling like off the quick. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> quick, quick is quick is fantastic, and uh, like so much that we could go into with this. I know, but I do want to touch on before we wrap up the fact that you are an introvert. Yes. Stroke ambivert. But we we discussed this before re recording, and we think you're more towards the introvert because yeah. People would see you online, you know, on Instagram and think, you know, and you are so fun and, and bubbly and, and all of that stuff. But you're definitely an introvert. You need your you need your me time, right? Oh, my gosh. I need my me time like no one's business. Like I would my friends joke about it, but they would try to invite me <laughs> places. And I may say yes, like immediately just to like be nice to them. And that's probably like the extroverted side. But then like, you know, like the day before, I'm not going. Like, I'm not going. 
I'm not going. <laughs> when you say yes to them, do you think they're going, he's not coming? <laughs> yes. It's so funny. The amount of texts that I get to like follow up, to like hound me. It's like, you said you'll come, you said you'll come. And so, so it's so funny. But also in my business, uh, like my, I guess my working persona is like this, it's like, you know, I pump up my my energy. I got to like, you know, because who who honestly wants like 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 to be low energy talking about YouTube? Like how how do you I don't get how that would even work. How does that even sell anyone up on it being like okay to like use YouTube? But but or just work with you in general, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> so I mean, but everyone has their own person. But what I mean to say is like, I feel like I do that naturally. Like I just naturally kind of like ebb and flow with that. And it has been working that like has brought out the extrovert in me. Like one of my, I think my second job was working at a theme park, Bush Gardens. And, and in, and in the theme park, the first job that I had to do was I had to be at the front gate asking people to take their photo and the introvert enemy, like I was shaking, asking these people, but over time, cause like I was just forcing myself to keep on doing it for work. And it finally came, I came around. So I think because I conditioned myself to like let loose and like just do this thing that I would never do, like forcing people that come through the front gate to take a photo of them by this water fountain, pulling their family to go and just like, take a photo with me, well, I mean, for me, and just having this awkwardness with them, it kind of let me open up in my own business. <laughs> it all stemmed from the, from that job. <laughs> it all stemmed from Bushdon. <laughs> yes. And did you need to go home from that job and be like, people, get a, get away from me? Oh my gosh, yes. The, the, also like the breaks that I would need to take Oh my goodness. It was just so much energy that I was using. Eventually, like I like got used to it, but oh my gosh, the first few like months, oh, it was the worst. <laughs> it is my first re- real job, and I'm gonna say when I left school was a flight attendant. And I used to do the Orlando route. So it's funny you mentioned Bush Gardens quite a lot. So there'd be like 350 people in a metal tube with me for nine and a half hours. Yes. <laughs> we would get to Orlando and everyone would be like, Woo, let's go out, let, let, let's go to Universal, let's go to, you know, the, whatever the street was called. And I was just like, no, let me go to my room and decompress. Yes. Oh, my God. So you feel me. You understand. Yeah. You understand so yeah. much. I brought you all those people that came and had their picture taken. I know. I'm like, mm, I don't know how I feel about that right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for sharing, obviously, your YouTube expertise, but thank you for just being open and sharing a little bit about, you know, the online, offline persona and how we can manage our energy a little bit more as introverts. Before I let you go, obviously, I'm going to ask you for a book recommendation that you think could help my audience to grow and scale their business. Yes, I, my favorite book is, oh my gosh, You're a Badass at Making Money. <laughs> I I almost lost it, but no, I love that book so much. And being an, being an introvert, it, well, I mean, for me being an introvert, doing these scary things, I start like doubting myself, like doubting myself to kind of 
go out there and show people like my talents and, th- and things like that. And then having money be come into the mix of like scarcity mindset, not thinking that there's going to be enough and not thinking that I'm like worth this type of money. That book really hit home for me and really gave me the, the, the motivation to just keep, to go out and do it and the money will come. I love that. I'm going to link it in the show notes, obviously. Anyone that's got the reading list, it will be updated into that. And I'm going to put all of your links in the show notes too, so that people can reach out to you. Thank you so much for chatting with me today. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Ambitious Introvert Podcast with me, Emma Louise Parks. If you enjoy this show, please, please subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes. As a thank you, one lucky reviewer each month will win a 60-minute one-on-one coaching session with me, where you'll get the clarity and confidence to attract your ideal clients. And if you know someone who could benefit from listening to the show, then please do share and help me reach as many fellow ambitious introverts as possible.